A choice is an act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities. An act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities. In other words, you cannot make a choice if all you have is one choices. Three big choices you have to make in your life. Those were the first three choices Adam had to make. When God created Adam, he had to make three important choices. And I want to suggest to you that you have to make those choices too. There are three big choices everybody has to make in life. So we're going to run through the three top choices of your life. The first big choice you have to make is in Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. The first important choice everybody has to make is to choose what you feed on. To choose what you feed on. God created us in his image, but you have to choose what you feed on. Adam was given the option to determine what he was going to feed on, either from the tree of life, that is to feed on life, or to feed on good and evil. Now, when the Bible talks about feeding here, it's not just food for the body, but feeding here is what you allow into your system. You have to choose what you allow into your system. You have to choose the words you allow into your system. You have to choose what you hear. You have to choose what you read. You have to choose the words that you come into contact with. If you feed yourself a diet of hatred, you will be hateful. If you feed yourself a diet of fear, you will be fearful. If you feed yourself a diet of lust, you will be lustful. If you feed yourself a diet of love, you will be loving. If you feed yourself a diet of faith, you will have faith. If you feed yourself a diet of holiness, you will be holy. So you have to choose what you feed on. Nothing will be forced into your system. The second big choice he had to make is how to call the things that come his way. You have to choose what you eat, you have to choose what you're going to call the things that come your way. Genesis chapter 2 verse 19. Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. Adam did not create the conditions. He didn't create any animal. He's just there minding his business and God arranged these animals in front of him 
and he says you name them elephant that's the name if you call this one antelope that's the name whatever name you give it that's what it will be to you you have a choice how to call the things that come your way in life in life you there are things that will come your way you don't control you don't control your parents who gave birth to you. You didn't choose your parents, but you have to choose what to call them. You didn't, you can control your nationality to a very large extent, but you have to determine how to call it. There are some things that may come your way. It may be trouble, it may be tragedy, it may be difficulty, but you must determine how you call it. When I was, when I was a young boy, at the age of 15, my mother died the next year at the age of 16 my father died i had to choose what i'll call myself if i call myself orphan i'm going to be orphaned for life if i call myself a man after god's heart i'm going to pursue the heart of god for the rest of my life and if you lose your job and you call yourself jobless that's what you've described yourself and so shall it be you may lose your job you may lose money you may go through tragedy but whatever comes your way you have a choice how to label it because the label you put on your experiences will brand your experiences in your memory and in your lifetime you have a choice what to call the things that come your way Abraham was told, go sacrifice your son Isaac. He decided to relabel that instruction. He said, I'm going to the mountain to worship. And me and the boy are coming back. Somebody else would have said, well, this is the last day of your life, Isaac. We're going to the mountain and you'll not see mama again. And you'll not see daddy again say goodbye to the dog because you're not coming back to the dog but he said we're going and we're coming back somebody say i have a choice if you call your marriage a prison it will be a prison to you if you call your husband a tiger he will pounce on you if you call your wife a witch she will feed on you you have a choice how to label the things that come your way somebody say I have a choice if you choose to call Africa third world you'll be third in everything and this is the kind of third where there's no fourth and the third big choice Adam had to have had to make was he had to choose whom to welcome into his life you choose whom you welcome into your life. Genesis chapter 2 verse 21 to 23. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man he made into a woman. Then he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Now, God did not force Eve on Adam. 
God just paraded her and says, that's it. Adam had to make a choice either to welcome her, him into his life or her into his life or reject her. That's his choice. He's not forced to accept her. So when God presents this woman, he makes a choice and says, I want this person in my life. She is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, by my choice, not by the will and the imposition of God. You have a choice whom you allow into your life. May I just tell you this, that friendship is not by force. Friendship is not by force. And anyone who wants to be your friend by force most likely has an agenda. That is not in your interest. And don't feel bad if somebody wants to befriend you and you don't feel like befriending them now because you have to determine who is coming into your life and who is exiting out of your life don't open your life to everybody to enter because some people will come to your life and mess you up when people enter your life they enter with all that they have and all that they are if they are wicked they enter with wickedness the people you choose to allow into your life because when you make a decision when you're going to consult those people they are the gatekeepers of your wisdom if you are a woman for example and you, somebody comes to tell you well I saw your husband your husband is having an affair with another woman sister Margaret somewhere there when you hear that information your heart is going to start boiling then you start devising mischief so all kinds of ideas are going to come into your mind I'm going to face Margaret and I'm going to spray pepper into her eyes and I'm going to give her dirty slaps you know all kinds of ideas are coming through your mind you're processing them because they said Margaret is having an affair with your husband you have no proof but that's what you've heard now after you've processed all your anger you're going to bounce off your idea with whom you have allowed into your life so you're going to ask somebody close to you and say this is what I've heard that my husband is doing and I hear Margaret is responsible what should I do now if that person is not intelligent they're going to say let's go together and let's give her a beating at that time you have decided your destiny now if you talk to another person that person would say by the way have you cross-checked have you verified do you have a second opinion the person who tells you that will help you to think through it may be true it may not be true but now you have somebody who has given you wisdom to process information right you have to choose who comes into your life and who exits your life if you are an angry person don't get angry people around you it's a bad combination it's petrol and fire if you are temperamental get a level-headed person if you're level-headed get somebody who is more aggressive in life because if, if everybody around you is level-headed you have an idea they say this no I don't think it will work I don't think it will work 
because all your friends are afraid to take a risk so you 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 have to choose who you bring into your life adam chose a woman the opposite not another man into his life a woman and in the physical sense that is right but it also means that most of the people you bring into your life must be people who compliment you people who compliment you people who add to your life people who complete your life if you bring in everybody who is like-minded like you there's going to be serious distortion of perception because everybody's going to see it the way you see it and nobody gives you the option to see the other side you have to choose whom you bring into your life whom you bring into your life you have to choose what you feed on one of the things I have noticed is people normally don't choose what they feed on sometimes you ask people why do you go to a particular church they say but it's it's close to me so if you if you're hungry and all the restaurants around your home are selling cockroach fried and and sauteed cockroach and and uh, and uh, parboiled cockroach and the other is selling uh, kebab cockroach now are you going to say well you know all the restaurants around me sell cockroach and i'm hungry so i'm going to eat it no you're going to bypass them and go to where the meal is served to your satisfaction so if you can do that for a restaurant why don't do do that for your spiritual food why don't you do that so if this is where you get fed if you move away from here 50 miles you drive back here because this is where you get fed you have to choose where you feed not based on proximity but based on your dietary needs based on your future aspirations if you find a church where you are fed you stay there you don't allow proximity to determine you have to choose how you label the things that come your way life is going to throw you some tough situations but you have to label each one of them and you have to choose who comes into your life nobody's going to force themselves into your life no friendship is but he is my best friend when i was 12 is not my best friend now i haven't spoken to him for 30 years my best friend when my 20s is not my best friend now because sometimes you outgrow friends you outgrow them you can keep them for nostalgic purposes once in a while you oh you remember that you remember that you remember and that, that's all your conversation is all you remember you remember you remember any conversation that has too much you remember is not productive because you don't live life based on the past you remember it's on the future you are going to so you have to choose whom you allow into your life if God brings you a mentor who is good for you even if he disciplines you you allow him into your life then the praise singer who is going to praise your weaknesses to your downfall choose 
the people you allow into your life. So the three big choices Adam had to make. And these are the three big choices you've got to make in your life if you're going to be successful. Let's get up on our feet. Subscribe to our channel by clicking the subscribe button. Click the bell button and enjoy the latest uploads from our channel.